my name's Greg Knapp, and this is the Greg Knapp Experience. Yes, it's the quick thrill ride through the top stories of the day. We're going to break it all down for you, give you some commentary, maybe a little fun in the next 20 minutes so that you can listen on your way to work, way home, or on your workout. Good? All right, let's go. Starting with Afghanistan today, what's going on with evacuations, what's going on with a threat against the airport, we'll hit that. The Taliban may end up on a UN panel, and you will not believe which one. Joe Biden tells a little joke about Americans trying to get out of Afghanistan. Didn't think it was so funny. You also won't believe what he did while he was celebrating the WNBA champions. We'll get all of that. Oh, and some people are starting to call for his impeachment. And wait till you hear what's going on at one Kentucky high school. The children may not be all right. All that and a lot more coming up on this edition of the Greg Knapp Experience. Okay, so let's start right now with a security threat. So I'm looking at this today. The U.S. Embassy. The U.S. Embassy has issued an alert based on some British reporting or, or intel. Oh, by the way, I'm doing this live. So if you hear a little mistake every once in a while, that's because I'm doing it live. Screw it. We'll do it live. I don't know if you get that reference, but yes, that's what we're going to be doing every day. So the U.S. Embassy in Kabul is sending out the security threat. Because of security threats outside the gates of Kabul airport, we're advising U.S. citizens to avoid traveling to the airport. But I'm, I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to get out. No, no. Avoid airport gates at this time. But I gotta get out! I thought you were gonna leave an American behind! Well, we're trying. Uh, unless you receive individual instructions from a U.S. government representative to do so, stay away. U.S. citizens who are at the Abbey Gate, the East Gate, the North Gate, should leave immediately. What about the ones at the Beatles Gate? Was that an Abbey Road reference? Yes, yes it was. I'm sorry. So wait a second. We're told, come. Don't come. Americans have got to get there on their own. We're not going to be able to help them. Now it's a, we're going to be attacked. What is going on? No one really knows. Um, a senior U.S. official, speaking on condition of anonymity, confirmed the British reports and the threat by ISIS-K. ISIS-K? Is that different than the other ISIS? Yeah, that's the special K ISIS. So now we're not even just dealing with ISIS. We got the special K ISIS. They go snap, crackle, and pop, and it doesn't feel so good. So now we're worried about Special K ISIS, and a vehicle bomb or suicide bomber has been measured as more likely than unlikely for the last 24 hours. But remember, it's the very peaceful ISIS-K. Mostly peaceful. I mean, there's only one guy that's going to do the suicide bomb. They're mostly peaceful. Other countries, by the way, announcing that they are either ending or already ended their evacuations from the airport because it's not safe anymore, citing the upcoming withdrawal of U.S. troops. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. But don't worry. The, the, I've got good news and bad news on, on Americans getting out. Bad news first? Okay, bad news. Only 5% of the people evacuated so far by us are actually Americans. Wait, what? Aren't we supposed to be getting the Americans out? Well, yeah, but don't you care about the Afghanistan people? There's a lot of... Uh, yeah, I care about everybody. I mean, every child is a child of God. But isn't it the Americans' responsibility to get the Americans out first? And then the Afghans that helped us. We can't take everybody. Are you kidding? How about we get our people? Politico, national security reporter Alex Ward, reported leaked numbers indicating in just 15 hours on August 23rd, the United States evacuated 6,916 people. 483 of those are Americans. 
So, hey, listen, we've got 4,400 Americans out so far. That's good. That is good. I'm glad. Now, of course, we should have gotten them all out before we started to announce a pullout. I mean, everybody and their brother knows that. But we've gotten 82,000 people out and 4,400 are actually Americans. That's, that's the bad news. The good news, supposedly, according to Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, says we've only got about 1,000 Americans left in there. He said, look, there were about 6,000 Americans who wanted to leave Afghanistan. I thought they told us they had no idea how many were in there. Well, I mean, now we've counted them. So we had about 6,000 who wanted to leave. There are Americans that don't want to leave? I guess so. And 4,500 of them have been evacuated in the last 10 days. 500 of the remaining number have been instructed on how to leave. <laughs> that leaves 1,000 left. So, okay, I... Do you really think we're going to get all a thousand of those Americans out before August 31st? Because Biden now is saying that he's not going to extend the artificial deadline set in place by the Taliban because, uh, you know, the Taliban are working with us. Taliban! The Taliban are working with us and we have to work with them. It's just that we, we can't continue after August 31st. This goes back to the ridiculous argument that we had to stay forever or leave when Biden said leave instead of taking care of our people before we got out. How about getting our people out first, getting the people who worked with us from Afghanistan out second, making sure all our weaponry is out third before we finally take our troops out? Or there's a whole nother side of this that says we should have left the 2,500 and maintained Bagram Air Base because that is the best possible outcome for us with all of our enemies in that region. I think we should have gotten into Afghanistan right after 9-11, blown up as many of the terrorist caves as we could, killed Osama bin Laden, and then said, we're out until this happens again. But that's just me. All right, the White House cut off Joe Biden's microphone during his presser yesterday. I wonder why. Well, it may be because they didn't want him to take any questions. And as a reporter from NBC shouted a question, it was Pete Alexander. Pete Alexander shouted out a question. It, it wasn't a strange question. He said, what will you do if Americans are still in Afghanistan after the August 31st deadline? It's a very logical question that a lot of Americans want to know. What are you going to do if we still got people in there and you say you're leaving? You know what his answer was? He smirked. He did one of his Joe Biden smirks. And he said this, you'll be the first person I call. <laughs> but they cut off his mic. But the reporters had to report that to us. You'll be the first... You're joking about Americans getting out of Afghanistan? Uh, this is Mr. Empathy, Mr. Compassion, Mr. Rub My Hairy Legs. Let me talk about Corn Pop, Joe Biden. Meanwhile, as we're getting all these Afghans out, I mean, 80,000, 80, somewhere around that, 75 to 80,000 Afghans out. Did all of them work as interpreters for the military? And others, I, I want to help everybody. I, I don't want anybody to get killed in Afghanistan. But how, how many of these people can we take? And where are they going? And have we vetted them? Well, case in point, an Afghan evacuee with potential ties to ISIS has reportedly been detained in an airbase hangar in Qatar after fleeing Kabul. A hundred other evacuees they're looking at as well. Oh, by the way, when we left, you know, Afghanistan, about 5,000, eh, yeah, about 5,000 prisoners we were holding that we think are terrorists were released. So security screener stopped the evacuee. Up to 100 other evacuees ordered to face more security checks. The officials said there's been a number of them triggering security alerts. At least one looks like a potential member of ISIS. But was the ISIS Special K? Well, they just said ISIS. I don't, I don't know if he is the Special K variety. And speaking of our weaponry, 
Here's the report from Open the Books, says the U.S. military, we are leaving behind 75,000 vehicles, 600,000 weapons, 208 airplanes and helicopters, and $200 million worth of drones have disappeared. So according to Open the Books, they say, we made the Taliban into a major U.S. arms dealer for the next decade. They now control all those weapons, and who knows where they're going to go. Some think they've already started sharing them with Iran. I mean, what could Iran do, really? They're nice guys. They've got enough weapons. And the Taliban now may, may actually work with the UN. I mean, hey, they're in charge of Afghanistan now. And Afghanistan is a country, and Afghanistan is part of the UN, so they're going to have to be part of the UN. And according to the Washington Examiner, if the Taliban forms an internationally recognized Afghan government, they are likely to have a representative seated on the UN Commission on, wait for it, the status of women. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. See, under President Ghani, Afghanistan had a seat on that council, the Commission on the Status of Women. So we may have the Taliban, who currently are shooting women in the streets for not wearing a burqa, who currently are going door-to-door -door rounding up women and girls as young as 12 to be sex slaves and comfort women for their soldiers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and, you know, treating women as second-class citizens to have a seat on the UN Commission on the Status of Women. What's their status? It sucks. The Taliban also is really, really, they want you to know, listen, we're woke now. I mean, you know, you used to think of us as just the people living in caves and blowing people up with bombs strapped to our bodies. Or maybe supporting Osama bin Laden for September 11. Oh, wait till you hear what the latest on that. But now we're not that anymore. I mean, sure, sometimes we still live in caves, and sure, sometimes we still kill people and shoot them in the street. But we, they want you to know, a member of the Taliban's Cultural Commission spoke to a reporter at Newsweek and says that they really want to help fight climate change, and they want to fight global terrorism. I mean, terrorism in Afghanistan is okay if they're doing it, but global terrorism, especially anything that comes back on them, they're fighting, and climate change. Thank God for the Taliban. Oh, um, also earlier this month, the Taliban recruited children to soldiers and also killed some innocent children. <laughs> That's from the Daily Mail. Who knows? The, the Brits. Come on. You can't trust what they say. During an interview with NBC News chief foreign correspondent Richard Engel, the Taliban spokesperson Zabahullah Muhajid, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, was asked about Osama bin Laden. Engel said this. Can you guarantee that this country will never again be a base for terrorism? Engel noted the war began when bin Laden orchestrated the 9-11 attacks. Can you guarantee this country will never again be a base for terrorism? And the reply, although there was no proof he was involved, now we have given promises that Afghan soil won't be used against anyone. Greg, is that your Taliban accent? I don't know how to do it, and I don't want to be offensive. <laughs> The outlet's reporter included translations of the man's remarks and Engel pressed. You still don't think Osama bin Laden carried out 9-11? There is no evidence. Even after 20 years of war, we have no proof he was involved. <laughs> See? So it was all our fault. You know, I don't think there's still proof that we landed on the moon. I don't know there's still proof that uh, the world is round. We've got to look into these things and make sure that we have proof. But hey, uh, with all that going on, I know, listen, all I've done for the last, you know, 12 minutes 
is give you negative news. And I don't want to be a negative Nelly. I am a positive Pete. I am an optimist. I'm a glasses half full kind of guy, preferably beer. So I'm going to give you some good news. Yep, this is from uh, Fox Business. Taco Bell has now confirmed that starting in mid-September, breakfast will return to 90% of all Taco Bells. Woo! Because I know you are worrying about Taco Bell breakfast. Have you ever had Taco Bell breakfast? I actually want to try it out now because several new items. Oh, by the way, they, they scale back to breakfast because of the pandemic. So this is a sign the pandemic is waning. I know we got the Delta variant. But but it's it's waning, according to Taco Bell, because they're opening up breakfast, several new items, the new breakfast burrito options. A cheesy toasted breakfast burrito, eggs, nacho cheese, sausage. Guests can also offer the hash brown toasted breakfast burrito, a hash brown to the egg, nacho cheese, that's nacho cheese, and sausage burrito. And the grande toasted breakfast burrito, doubling the servings and adding pico de gallo. What could be better than that? Don't say I didn't do anything for you. And now to Joe Biden's approval ratings. His rating is down to his lowest level yet. Americans are starting to wake up. This is the real woke America, America. Yep, Biden used to have a 51% approval rating. Now, according to USA Today, it's down to 41%. 87% of Democrats still think he's doing a good job because, you know, they got to support their man. Only 32% of independents, though, think he's doing a good job. That's a huge change. You lose all the independents, you're toast. This was taken, by the way, this poll, Thursday through Monday. Well, everything was going on in Afghanistan. That tells you an awful lot. Only 26% of Americans approve of the job Biden's doing in Afghanistan. 39% approve of what he's doing on the economy. This is not going well. But I, th I really think this is Biden's plan. All he does is he keeps saying, well, what, did you want to sustain Afghanistan forever? This was a choice between whether we leave or don't leave. And I know you want us to leave, and we had to leave. And it was always going to have some chaos. And they're hoping to run out the clock on this so that over the next few months, listen, the next election is until November 2022. It's over a year away. So by the time that comes around, you say, hey, we're out of Afghanistan, aren't we? And you know who got you out of Afghanistan? Joe Biden. And people are going to forget everything that's going on right now. That's their hope. I mean, it's their only hope. Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. I mean, Joe Biden. Oh, please. Kamala Harris, not doing much better with her approval rating. It's in the negatives. Going back 28 years in embassy polling, it's never been this bad for a vice president. Bill McCurniff put out the poll, pointed out her low positive rating of 37% is the worst for any vice president going back to Al Gore in 1993. It's an unprecedented, very negative rating. She's below Gore, Dick Cheney, Joe Biden, Mike Pence in her VP approval ratings at this time. Well, hello, what has she been doing except laughing off questions and doing a horrible job with her role at the border? She, oh, don't even get me started on the border. She also has the largest total positive versus total negative gap, nine, negative nine points. Dick Cheney's gap was a positive 23 points. And then, the very positive versus very negative, hers is the worst. Negative 17. The second worst, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, at negative six. Oh, they're, they're just doing great. Oh, I told you about Biden's joke with the reporter. I don't think that was the worst thing he did yesterday. He had the WNBA come to the White House to celebrate their championship. 
So everything's going on in Afghanistan. The world's on fire. Inflation through the roof. The border's totally out of control. But we got to celebrate the WNBA Seattle storm. And Joe Biden took a knee. Yeah, Joe Biden knelt down in front of the team. Well, he just wanted them to have their picture taken. No, he stood up next to him to have his picture taken. He knelt down to show that he agrees with them that America is systemically racist. That's why the people are kneeling. Don't give me any of this other crap. They're kneeling down to try to say that America is systemically racist. So our president agrees with that? Not that we don't have problems. Not that there aren't some racist people. Not that there aren't some cops who have done horrible things, but were systemically racist? No, the, the facts do not show that. The stats on police do not show that. You, you understand that more white people unarmed are killed by the cops than black people, right? Yeah, but a higher percentage of black unarmed people, you're right. But when you really do the study and look at the amount of interaction of police in violent criminal situations, then you would actually expect more black people to be shot by police, not fewer. That is not racist. That is a fact out of multiple studies. I don't want anybody shot, but I also understand that sometimes criminals do get shot. There are also times when the cops are totally wrong and they should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. But to kneel as the president? Oh, and by the way, um, they're trying to say the Black Lives Matter person that was talking about this in the, uh, I believe this is out of USA Today, oh no, it's Yahoo News, says they're having the big vote in the Voting Rights Act because we've got to get the For the People Act passed because otherwise we're voting back like we did in 1965. Two Supreme Court actions have gutted sections of this historic law. And some Republican-led states are creating restrictive voting laws. That is total BS. That is total BS. The, the states that have have gone after these voting problems, they're passing laws to fight voter fraud, not voter suppression. You get free IDs in these states. Most of these states are expanding the time and places you can vote, not restricting it, but they're actually expecting you to prove who you are to vote. And they're actually saying, if you're dead, you shouldn't be voting. Shocker, you know? I mean, the thing about them removing some of the 1965 Civil Rights Voting Act, you know why? Because the stuff they removed is saying that anytime certain states want to change things in their voting laws, they have to have it approved by the feds. Well, guess what? What they found was these states that they were talking about still restricting have a higher percentage, higher percentage of minorities registered to vote and voting than the other states that are not restricted. So they said, I guess the restriction is not necessary anymore. How is that hurting anybody? It's total nonsense. It's total nonsense. Many of these laws are, are making voting easier, not harder, but what they're trying to do is make it harder to vote illegally because one person voting illegally takes away your legal vote. That's voter suppression. Oh, by the way, uh, calls for Biden to resign and to be impeached have begun. Lindsey Graham saying he should be impeached. There's a dereliction of duty by the commander in chief. Makes it harder to fight future wars. Who's going to help us when we abandon our friends? And, and he's right. He's got a great point here. But... People are saying, Greg, Greg, I heard that Biden's going to get impeached. As soon as the Republicans take back over the House. In 2022, it's all going to happen. He's going to be gone. Okay, first of all, even if the Republicans take the House, which I think they will in 2022, let's say they impeach Biden. It goes to the Senate. It takes two-thirds supermajority to convict and remove a sitting president. 
You think the Republicans are going to get two-thirds of the Senate? No. It's not going to happen. And then you end up with Kamala Harris? <laughs> Great. Oh, did you see what's going on in Kentucky? This high school, WLKY reporting, the Meade County School District, they're dealing with an unusual situation. A group of high school students attending school acting like cats. You mean, you mean like they're doing like the show cats and theater? No, no, no. They're coming to school dressed up like cats and acting like cats. A grandmother, concerned grandmother, told WLKY, apparently from what I understand, they're called Furbies. Furries? I thought that was something else. No, they're called furries. They identify with animals. These people will hiss at you or scratch at you if they don't like something you're doing. I was hearing rumblings all last year. It got really bad when they went back to school this year. I've got two grandkids in school. My grandkids didn't want to go to school anymore. So she's got a petition going to try to get this out of the schools. She said the students are told they can't wear hats or Budweiser shirts in school, but they can wear cat ears, cat tails, masks, and leashes. It doesn't make sense. Well, the superintendent says, hey, this violates the school dress code and we're getting rid of it. And I don't think they should. I mean, hold on a second. These guys, if you feel like a cat, if you feel like you're a cat trapped inside a high schooler's body, then who are we to tell you you can't do you? Boo. I think if you feel like a cat and you want to put on some cat outfits and you want to hiss and you want to purr, then by golly, you should be able to do it. I mean, isn't that what we tell everybody else? Comedy Central supposedly is canceling one episode of The Office. I'm sure it'll cancel a lot more. This is happening to a lot of old shows that are in syndication or on streaming services that they're pulling certain episodes that they find too offensive. Which was this one? I mean, the whole show The Office is offensive. That's part of the point. No, Diversity Day. Diversity Day. Because it's the one where Steve Carell, as Michael Scott, forces the paper company staff to participate in a racial diversity seminar where he speaks an exaggerated Indian accent and reprises Chris Rock's stand-up routine about different kinds of black people. Is it offensive? Yes! That's the freaking point! It's just like with Archie Bunker and all in the family, they had him be a racist to point out how stupid racism is. And they were doing the same thing with the office. No, um, humor is a great teacher, and it's fun. But you know what? No, I'm offended. Everybody's offended now, and if you're offended, you have to pull everything. Most humor is offensive to somebody. So it's time to get a thicker skin. It's, you know, it's time to learn to handle some offenses because life is offensive. And you've got to get tougher mentally. You've got to be able to take some slings and arrows, man. You've got to be able to stand up strong and say, I really don't give a rip what you think. And I'm moving forward with my life, right? You've got to get tough. You've got to get strong because life doesn't give you safe spaces, right? It's not like when you're out in life doing your job that's really tough that somebody's going to say, hey, let me just give you a mental health counselor for a little bit. Oh, wait, I, I might have. Oh yeah, here it is. U.S. Open to provide quiet rooms for struggling tennis players. Greg, don't you care about mental health? Uh, my background is mental health. I have a master's in counseling psychology, and I was a counselor for years, and I absolutely care about mental health. There's a big difference between mental health and somebody whining. The final major tennis tournament of the year will make mental health providers available to tennis players, along with quiet rooms. It will include licensed mental health providers, giving players access to mental health services throughout the duration of the event. In addition, quiet rooms and other support services will be... I can't even get through it. 
Listen, man, if you're a professional athlete and you can't make it through a tournament, maybe it's time to quit being a professional athlete until you can truly get your mental health things taken care of. And, and I fully support that. But is it mental health or is it just that you're, you know, kind of a wimp? My name's Greg Knapp. This is the Greg Knapp Experience. I'll be doing it every day for 20 minutes, Monday through Friday. Share with your friends. Like it, review it, click it, whatever. I don't even know all the social things, all right? <laughs>